Are we in this thing? Is the melanin on? Yes, it is. Hey, what's up, everybody? This is your girl, Miss P. I hope you are doing fantastic. I am doing great. And you have seen the title correctly. It is time for another word with Miss P. And we're going to get into some what you say happened now, honey. It's a lot going on. So without further ado, all right, let me get a little sip of my bubble tea, okay, with the little boba things. I like how they pop. I'm not going to say the rest of what I was going to say because it's crazy. Mm-hmm. Mm. I never read it said better taste in one hour because you're letting it steep. My favorite is the little mango green tea situation with the little strawberry boba bubble things. Okay. Anyway, that is so off topic. But get you a little drinky drink. Let's talk. Okay. The first thing I want to talk about is Megan the Stallion had an interview with Gail King. Gail, during this entire interview, was really looking at Megan Thee Stallion like, what am I doing sitting up here? And also, we got to get to the meat of the story real soon. But Megan, she kept going, Megan Thee Stallion. But I really enjoyed hearing about, you know, Megan Thee Stallion's background because I didn't know that much. All I remember is big old freak. Hey, hey, that's all I remember. I forgot how much I enjoyed big old freaking then I'm a savage I remember that you remember how she crushed everything during the pandemic that was 2020 was her year okay it really was y'all remember that but I forgot that the shooting was in 2020 as well yikes so it started at a party at Kylie Jenner's first of all why are the are the Kardashians always a part of all the mess okay that's too much the argument that was going on was due to her wanting to go And everybody else didn't want to go, okay? She was getting a little emotional, and she says she never raised her voice or put her hands on anybody. Tori Lanez and her best friend Kelsey were in the car too, and the argument got even worse. And then out of nowhere, he says, dance, bitch, whenever she was getting out, and start shooting a couple rounds, okay, over the window, She said she was really scared and she had never been shot before. So, I mean, the adrenaline was pumping. She didn't know what was going on. She wasn't even sure if it hit her. She then said Tori then apologized and offered her and Kelsey one million and not say nothing. I'm sitting here like, during all of that, how is that even possible? Nobody's calling 911, the popo, ain't nothing going on. TMZ, okay, had all of this on videotape. It was horrible watching that. The way she was backing up, she had the bikini on, she was bleeding from one of her foots. It was too much. And then she said she lied to the police and said she stepped on glass so the police wouldn't kill him. Because this was during the time where um, everything was going on with George Floyd, all the protests were going on. Y'all remember in 2020, it was heavy heavy it was a lot going on entertainment was at an all-time high just because of the pandemic and we were all inside but it was a lot going on okay it was very heavy very dark at that time so I can understand what she meant by that but wow now she wishes she would have told the police the truth right off but if she was like if that meant you know that we were spared and nobody got killed I'd have done it the same way. They showed her foot. It was very, very graphic. There's bullet fragments still in her foot to this day. Personally now, why, in my opinion, would she have to lie about being shot? Who lies about being shot? Who shows those type of graphic images just to say, that ain't my foot, that's somebody else's foot. I just put that. Nobody's going to lie about that, in my personal opinion. 
Now, when Gail King was asking, you know, did they have an intimate relationship? She was like, you mean like sexual? And Gail was like, uh, go with me here, Oprah. Okay, girl, you the main one. You a savage, big old freak. You know what I'm talking about? Well, y'all boinging. And she had to think about that. No. She said, no, mm-mm. we had no sexual relationship. And personally, I was a little confused because I thought they were together. I, I did. But she said they were just really, really close. Best friends had about the same upbringing. And that was that. But. In my personal opinion, I thought they were together. But anywho, all of this for the gun to come out, okay, is very confusing to me. I know due to her lawyers, she, you know, couldn't talk about this at that time. And now fast forward, she's talking about it. Megan personally didn't shoot nobody. I feel like why everybody is against Megan saying she's lying and she should have done this and blah, blah, blah. Not really talking about Tori is very confusing to me. She is the victim. She said that I'm the victim here. Very, very true. She didn't shoot her own self in the foot. Who do that? The case goes to trial later this year. Now, personally, do I think she should have been up there with Gail King talking about this very soon? I don't think so. Maybe after the trial. I don't know. I, I really don't know. Tory Lanez is, of course, pleading not guilty, <laughs> of course. But ultimately, the interview, it was a lot. And you can tell she's still dealing with a lot, which makes a lot of sense. That's very traumatic. <sighs> and for him to say not guilty after even Kelsey saying, hey, to the security, Tory shot Meg. Like, you know what you did, bruh. Like, see, I can't even. You shot somebody in the foot. Who does that? It's... <sighs> too damn much what say y'all it was a lot going on um next up speaking of a lot going on so the red table talk is back if y'all didn't know jada pinkett smith willow and her mother honey her mother I, I just love her okay they all have a show together uh through facebook and y'all know i'm a red table talk i'm a diehard fan okay i love red table talk but will smith is nowhere in sight honey now am i shocketh that he is not on the docket. He's not on the list of guests for this season. Yes and no. Personally, they record all this mess eons in advance, okay? I just figured out I was watching something, and they said that Wildin' Out, this new season, was recorded back last October. Y'all don't know when stuff is recorded, so you can't say, oh, my God, he's not going to be on there. But granted, they got so much damn money, they could have slid him on there. Slide some more they could have slid Willard in there somewhere. But like I said, am I shooketh that he's not on this season? Yes and no. But in my mind, I had to think, when have you ever known the Smiths to do anything that we expect? Never. So like I said, a list was posted of the guests. Nobody saw Willard. Everybody, I mean, uproar. And then Jada, of course, had to go to her socials to explain. She said, considering all that has happened in the last few weeks, the Smith family has been focusing on deep healing. Some of the discoveries around our healing will be shared at the table. When time calls. Until then, ellipsis dot dot dot, the table will continue offering itself to powerful, inspiring, and healing testimonies like that of our incredibly impressive first guest, who was Janelle Monet. Now, I haven't seen the first episode of this season, but do I feel like he should have been the first guest? Everybody felt like he should have been the first guest, but that was going to be real, real obvious. Now, we were going to be like, oh, my God, that was for clout. Or we were going to be like, damn, like we are now. But legally, I get it. Will can't be talking about this stuff. Chris, ain't he? They've done no interviews. They haven't done anything about this. I mean, they've gone on social, but that's about it. 
Neither one of them have done anything because they cannot right now. That's what I'm thinking. Will personally, in my opinion, needs to have several seats. I mean, way back in the, is it the mezzanine? All the way back there, okay? Elsewhere than the red table right now, honey. The main reason why we're in this situation is they was at the red table talking about the entanglements. Personally, I don't think this season should be up right now in my personal opinion. But I mean, Facebook was probably like, shoot, let's do it. Let's get it. Let's get these views. Cause I mean, they be getting bomb ass views on Facebook and they be talking about good stuff. That's why I do enjoy, um, the red table talk. Um, I have seen a lot of the comments on Facebook hints after, uh, she posted about the trailer of this new season and it is terrible. I mean, people are ripping her and the show to shreds and I'm sitting here like, damn, I wonder if we will even have another season. Sometimes you just have to be patient. Okay. Speaking of seasons, every season is different. Do, did they even think that they'd be going through this right now? Probably not, but every season is totally different. So I think everybody just need to be patient, but you know, the type of world we live in, everybody wants things exactly when they want it. So do I feel like Facebook will bring them another season? Hopefully they still have the views that they had um, and we can get another season because, you know, they're going to come to the table sometime, but it just won't be right now. Uh, something that I wanted to hit on. This is real random. Mike Tyson. Okay. Punching folk on an American Airlines flight. Now, first of all, the passenger probably was sipping on a little something, bothering, irritating Mike Tyson, and boom, Mike went Mike Tyson punch out on him. Now, in my personal opinion, why do people get in other people's personal space? And people feel as though celebrities, like, you literally have all access to them. But the aha is, why would you get in Mike Tyson's personal space? What was the smartness in that? I'm very, very confused by that. Why would you try that? Michael Tyson is 55 years old and he will still punch you in the mouth and think nothing of it. It's just in him. I watch his hot boxing with Mike Tyson and a lot of times, I mean, he'd be saying some, he, he has really good guests. I enjoy the show. He be saying some stuff sometime to make me go, that is still in him. Mike will shake this table and beat everybody ass up in here. If you give him an opportunity, if you make him pit, if you piss him off. And personally, that was skull meat, okay, with the passenger that he was punching out. So I can't imagine how that feels. My son, Jay, he headbutted me in the lip last night. He It wasn't intentional. He's only uh, soon to be five months old. It was not intentional. And I'm still recovering. My lip is still recovering. So I can only imagine. But the reason why I wanted to talk about Mike Tyson, do I feel like that was right? If you're irritating somebody, I totally understand. I get it. And Mike's plan of attack is going to be to punch your ass, either bite your ear off. So it's either one of those. Now, granted, do I think he could have handled that a lot differently? Yes, but at the same time, I don't know what type of state of mind he was in. As far as the passenger, I guess from now on, he will know to leave people ass alone. Don't be rolling up on people. Don't do that. And people think they can just do whatever they think and there's going to be no repercussions. So that's my biggest thing with that is everybody keep your hands and feet at the ride. Excuse me. Let me say that one more time. Keep your hands and feet in the ride at all times. You know, when you go to an amusement park, when I was a little girl, I would hear that when we would go to amusement parks and it stuck with me and it makes sense for everything in your life. Keep your hands and feet in the ride at all times. This way you can govern yourself accordingly. So your ass don't get slapped. Anywho, the next thing, true, speaking of governing yourself and your body, 
accordingly. DJ Envy and his wife, they have a new book out. And honey, what was revealed in that book? Jesus Christ. His wife, Gia, expressed that she was faking her orgasms for 10 years. I said, Jesus Christ. He has since cleared it up, okay, because I watched The Breakfast Club, and I think every single person has been asking DJ Envy about this orgasm situation, and he had to clear it up every single time. He was saying, of course, due to them being together since he was a teen, and, you know, all of this, he could only please her orally, not with the slong. I said, okay, we got it, DJ Envy. Now, granted, I think a lot of people don't need to be looking at Envy wrong because you must tell your partner, excuse me, I need you to be right here, SWV. Be right here, okay? No fear. Love is here. It is, okay? You have to tell your partner how to satisfy you, honey. You have to give feedback. That's for men and for women, okay? Because a lot of people are unsatisfied out here. We are constantly changing and evolving creatures. Nobody is going to stay the same. As I know DJ and the wife ain't the same as she was when they were 16 years old. And vice versa, okay? So... <sighs> A lot of men's out here are DJ Envy. And there's a lot of women out here that have been Gia or who are Gia. And I want to know, I want to know, Joseph, why is talking about sex so awkward? Especially if it's with your partner. Maybe it's the vulnerability. Because a lot of times I'm, I'm working on, you know, being very vulnerable. I'm a very blunt person, but I have to work on my vulnerability. Um, but I have heard Especially for my husband that, honey, I over-communicate. That I'm very, very blunt. But child, that's just me. But he never has to think about what Tara needs, okay? Uh, amen. Um, and vice versa. I have to go, okay, what would you like? Okay, how do you, okay, you good? Are you sure? Positive. Okay, beautiful gowns. Write it down. If you need me to say, I, I will take, I will look at your notes. Thank you. I feel like you have to start talking to your partner so everybody is satisfied. Stop ramming and slamming when you get to the party. Chill, Bill. Be more in tune with your partner. And I mean destiny's fulfilled. Destiny's child 2004, you're going to be fulfilled. I promise. If you have that vulnerability, you got to break down that shell. You have to. I'm trying to tell you. There's that wham, bam, thank you, ma'am, sex that you're looking for. Sometimes you need it. But that intimate, slow situation that you're looking for where you just, is pound town still. But it's still like mind blowing and you done and y'all both like, woo, you can get there if you want to. You can both be very satisfied. Anyway, I'll, I'll, I guess I might have to teach a class. Not teach a class, but literally, hold on, let me get a little mm, taste of my drink. But I really feel like communicating is very important. And that's with anything, not just sex. There is more than sex. It's the intimacy in a relationship it has to be there so that your sex can skyrocket if y'all are off it, it speaks volume so I'm glad that DJ and me and his wife you know we're talking about this because it's opening up a whole new can of worms for a lot of relationships so I wasn't really looking at them like what because now hopefully their sex life is a lot better but I was really looking at it like okay this gives a lot more people the opportunity to talk a little bit more be a little bit more vulnerable and get what they want Next up, getting what I want, that's, I'm not getting what I want, is the mass mandate has ended in airports, and it feels like it's ended everywhere else too. When I have on my mask, I feel weird lately because nobody else has on theirs, 
I was getting my bubble tea this evening. Nobody, maybe two, three people, including the people that were making the tea, had their mask on. I felt really, really weird. It was awkward. And I'm like, y'all just breathing this air like it's all good? I ain't like that. I don't like that. Do y'all still keep your mask on? Don't be lying to me. Don't say, yeah, Miss P, just so I don't jump down your throat. Do you keep your mask on? Do you still wear your mask? I don't like raw air in Target, Walmart. I don't like it. I walked today in fresh air when I was going to lunch. And mind you, nobody was around me, but I was like, let me put my mask back on. I can't tell COVID from allergy season. I can't. Y'all better be careful out there because they are lifting all these mandates. And it just seems like this will be even worse soon. It just feels like that. The airports of all places, they're lifting mandates. It's crazy. Actually, no, I think it's on the plane, which is even worse. I'm nervous. But the majority of people and the government are over it. I mean, we're in year, is it year three of the pandemical 20, 21, 22. Yeah, year three of the pandemical. And honey, I mean, it's a free-for-all right now. That's how I feel. I feel like the government's like, look, we got vaccine, boosters. You can do your own tests. You can still go to Walgreens, do what you want. People going back to work. I'm seeing so many people literally like, okay, now I'm back to a hybrid. Soon I'm going fully back to work. Kids are for real back in school. Ain't no more remote learning. Hospitals, you can go in and out with some restrictions. The government is just over it. They're done. And a lot of us are over it too. And y'all don't know this, but I mean, back in January, I had the COVID Navidad and baby, it was not like it was two years ago because I had the vaccine and the Amaria was running all over the place. And my doctor told me, honey, because at that time they didn't know if you need to stay in the house five days, seven days, 15. But she was basically like, I mean, you can do five to 14 days. It's totally up to you. And I was like, what? So I literally stayed in the house for two weeks quarantine during the new year. And I had the worst smoker's cough ever. That was my only symptom was like a bad smoker's cough. But do I want to do that again? Wheezing? Hell no. Put your damn mask on. I don't want nobody to catch COVID. I hate it. And if you've had it, you know how it feels. It's terrible. I don't feel right being naked out here on the mouth. I don't. The only COVID test that I know that works accurately for me is the one where they put it all the way up your damn skull. How I know about that one is when I went in to have my son. They took me to the back to do the COVID test, and I had never had one like that. I mean, literally, maybe because it was in the hospital, I felt like it went all the way up in the little groovy part of my brain cells. And then whenever they told me I had the COVID Navidad, I had another test and it feels like they're scratching on the inside of your eyeball. I feel like that's the only way that you don't really know if you have COVID or not. The main ones where you just literally put it in your nose just a little bit, you ain't doing the test right. You're not. I don't feel like you are. I'm sorry. I'm judging. I don't feel like you are. But I feel like, are we going to get out of this thing soon? I don't know. I have no idea, but I don't feel safe. I really don't feel safe. I don't out here. Please keep your mask on, people. Keep washing your hands. Keep washing your body. Keep buying wipes. Keep getting Clorox. Keep wiping shit down. Please. I beggeth of you. But thank you guys so much for listening. I really do appreciate it. I really enjoy doing this What You Say Happen Now. I know some more topics are coming up. And honey, Real Housewives of Atlanta drops this weekend. I'm very, very excited. But thank y'all so much for listening. I really do appreciate it. Can't wait to see your comments. Peace, love, and all that good stuff. God bless. Bye.